Hello and welcome to the Final Whistle podcast. I'm Steve Forbes. I'm Kenzie Benali. And I think we all couldn't wait for the final whistle there, Kenzie, as it was a night to forget at Old Trafford with two red cards for the Saints and Manchester United winning 9-0. Probably a scoreline we won't mention again. Uh, Joining us for the podcast is Dean Hammond and Paul Belverston. Uh, Paul, let's come to you first and we'll start with uh, probably what had the biggest impact on the game, the early red card for Alex Jankovic. Uh, We've heard of early reducers, but that was maybe a little in defence yeah, it wasn't a good challenge, was it? It, um, it reminded me a little bit of, of Gaza in the 91 FA Cup final on Gary Charles, obviously keyed up, making his Premier League debut, only 19. It was very high. The, 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 pic, the close-up on the pictures of Scott McTominay's thigh summed it up, really. It, was, it wasn't good and deserved red card. So, yeah, look. What a nightmare in the theatre of dreams for a young man. You've got to feel for him. He must be absolutely beating himself up throughout that 90 minutes. And, you know, he's going to feel terrible for a very long time. He needs someone to um, to help him through this difficult period. But, yeah, it, it set the game up, didn't it? Trying to defend against that United team in this form for essentially for 90 minutes, as it happened after just 79 seconds. It was, uh, it was a big ask. But, yeah, United's performance was was enormous. I think let's talk about the red card to Bednarek then and then the penalty. What was your opinion on that one? A little harsh? Uh, I think it's very harsh personally. Um, I don't quite understand the rules or I don't quite agree with the rules. I think Bednarek is um, trying to stop. He's trying to stop his momentum. Um, He's not trying to make a challenge on Martial. There is a slight contact, I think, but I don't think it's intentional. I think he's actually trying to get out of the way to allow Martial to to move through on goal. Um, But that seems to mean that's a red card. You know, he's better off trying to make a tackle, bringing Martial down, um, and he wouldn't get sent off. So I think that's kind of back to front, if I'm honest. Um, And I think it's a little bit harsh. I don't think it's as clear and cut as suggested. I don't think it's 100% a penalty. It probably is. I definitely don't agree it's a sending off because um, I just don't agree with the rules. But if you're playing by the rules, the referee and VAR have got it right. But as a former player, uh, a lover of football, I don't agree with that. Um, I think a penalty was enough enough, and I think that was a harsh decision. I think that probably summed the night up, to be honest. Right, we'll get stuck into some more topics in just a second. Uh, But before that, here's what Southampton boss Ralph Hasenhuto had to say after the game. Horrible start, horrible finish. Uh, all this uh, most important, uh, disappointing thing is that we lose Jan with the red card also. And uh, finally, yeah, too easy how we can't score then after 20 minutes in the second half. I think we did it for a long time, very good in the second half, but then conceding five goals in, I think it was 15 minutes. This is, this is too easy, although we are two, two men down, but there must be more fight. This is the only thing I can reclaim today. But in the end, it was a deserved loss today. The early red card, it clearly seemed to shock the players a little bit, do you think? Um, we tried immediately to defend, but it's clear when you know that you have 90 minutes here to, to work against the ball and we have this, this experience how quick it can go in the Premier League with uh, conceding nine goals. And it was in the end again nine. I mean, yeah, what can I say? It's. Uh, it's very disappointing and frustrating, but uh, we stood up once and we will stand up again. But in the moment, I must look with what players I do this because 
again, um, we know our problems we have in the moment with the injuries. Let's have a look. Brought in a couple of the young lads tonight, obviously a night to forget for Alex Jankovic, but what will those young guys learn from this? It's, it's a huge experience for them. Can learn nothing from this night. Uh, only that uh, the Premier League is brutal, and, and if you are not good enough, then they kill you. Shea Adams had a goal disallowed for an, another questionable VAR decision for offside. Um, again, really summed the evening up, uh, and a real shame for Shea too. It was a shame because it would have been nice uh, for Shea to get that goal. It was a very well taken uh, goal at a second attempt. Um, been nice for Southampton to score again, because uh, and for Shea to get back onto the the score sheet and again I'm a broken record I don't agree with the decision if you look at it and you, and you look at it and you break it down you look at the lines you look at the position of the the players I don't think he's offside I really don't I think he he's onside by a margin if I'm honest I don't think it would have taken that much to to figure it out so again it's a decision that's gone against Southampton and I don't quite understand it because you they, they break it down, they get the slow motion, they get the lines out, and you can clearly see um, that it's not offside, but they've given the offside decision. And it's a shame, you're right, because that would have made it 4-1. Shea would have got a goal. I'm not saying Southampton would have got back in the game, but it might have given them a little bit of incentive, a little bit of confidence, and it may not have ended up 9-0 in the end. And also, it's just a shame because you saw tonight, even with 10 men defending like Southampton did, they still got a couple of opportunities. You know, Shea had another opportunity when Nathan Redmond slid it back to him and, and couldn't quite get it on target. So I think it would have been a better game, obviously, without the sending off. But yeah, shame that Shea couldn't get back on the score sheet tonight. Elvis, we've seen around the Premier League that squads are struggling with injuries, but we don't know about Romeo and Diallo's availability. But with Jankovic now suspended for Newcastle, just how tough will this be for Ralph to find another solution in the middle of the park? Well, he admitted before the game how much of a struggle it was to, to name 11 players for this one. I was going to say senior players. He, he didn't name 11 senior players, did he? So, um, yeah, this is... Absolutely the last thing he needed. Another 9-0, another couple of suspensions to add to that long list of absentees already. With a bit of luck, he'll have a Romeo or a Diallo back this weekend. But but even then, there's there's still a shortage. Minamino comes in and that that will hopefully be uh, a big boost. But again, that's um that's high up. I mean, Kane Ramsey again, he had a couple of really bright moments that sort of double tackle against uh, Cavani around the six-yard box. But playing against 11 men when you're a man down like that, he was. it was a tough job for him already up against such an informed Luke Shaw and then all the other attackers around there. And, yeah, not a game for him to enjoy. So do you put him straight back in? Do you shuffle them around again? I just I just don't know. It's um, It's really... It's going to be a really tough few days because not only have they got to get over this scoreline again, they've got to find a way of of seeing the season start again, really, this weekend against Newcastle and uh, and see what they can get from the second half of this campaign. Yeah, you say there, Belvers, getting over the scoreline. Dean, after such a big defeat like that, how important is it to just put it behind you and move on as quick as possible? I think that's what you have to do, Steve. You have to put it to bed. You have to analyse it. You have to accept it. I'm sure the players will take responsibility for it. The manager will as well. And you have to try and forget about it. You know, they've, 
the squad and the manager, fortunately, have got some experience of this before. So they've been in this position losing 9-0 before. So there will be some systems in place that will have done some things before that help them bounce back and recover from it. And look, let's be honest, lots of good teams have lost to heavy defeats. You know, Liverpool this season lost to Aston Villa 7-3. Crystal Palace lost 7-0 to Liverpool. You know, Arsenal at Old Trafford before lost 8-2. So these results happen, um, but I think it just shows how important it is to, to get the players back. When Southampton have got all their players fit, when they've got all their players um, to choose from, they can compete against anyone. But when the squad is stretched and the younger players have to come in, it's a challenge. It really is. You know, in the Premier League, it's so competitive. Um, and it is, you know, the next three games are really, really important. Uh, the weekend against Newcastle, if we can get a result there, you go into the FA Cup, you get through in the FA Cup, and then you go to Wolves again and get a result there. Things suddenly look brighter. So put it to bed, Southampton are 12th in the league and, in the, uh, and still in the FA Cup. So still lots to play for, still lots to be positive about. Just have to kind of draw a line in the sand and go, OK, where do we go from here? Regroup, get together, galvanise everyone and just start again. Belvis Dean just said there how important this weekend's fixture is. What are your early thoughts ahead of Newcastle? Yeah, it is enormous. And fortunately, Newcastle are on a wretched run of their own. They've only, um, I think they've lost 10 of their last 12 or 13 games in all competitions, if you include the FA Cup defeat that was in extra time. Um, There were no real signs. There were no signs at all that this was coming. Where is the last one against Leicester? The club was in a in bad shape. This this game this time round, the injury list has been horrendous as we've said many times. But it is a bit of a freak trying to defend for eighty nine minutes against any team away at Old Trafford against a team that's flying like this. I think hopefully you can kind of write it off as just a, a complete freak. And again, fingers crossed, a couple of players come back um, at the weekend and help to to turn things around again. It it seems ridiculous, but it was only a couple of months ago, the last time Saints played Newcastle, beating them, put Saints top of the table. It's not a disaster. They're not in the bottom three again. Relegation doesn't appear on the horizon, but there's got to be a real desire, uh, a real kind of uh, unity about not letting the season fizzle out now. Wolves have won tonight, but they... um, you know they're they're not in great shape themselves. So with that FA Cup tie, that looks very winnable. That can that can really be something achievable this season. A really long, good cup run. And like Dean said, twelfth in the table, only a couple of a uh, couple of uh, uh, places away from the top half. Which at the start of the season, a cup run and top ten finish that looked very very uh, positive and optimistic. Just because it's gone horribly wrong today it's gone nastily wrong over the last couple of weeks with with decisions and injuries and all that it doesn't mean that suddenly this season's a disaster it can turn around again it can flip on its head and yeah still be a very good outcome yeah most definitely we love that positivity Dean what about you then uh how do you see the clash with Newcastle shaping up well it's probably the perfect fixture to be honest um Newcastle not the most confident team like like Paul mentioned there um and you know, Southampton have, have got an opportunity to bounce back. I think the important thing is, if I was looking at it, is stop the defeats. I think that's four defeats in a row. Stop that. 
get, at least get a point, go for the win. Obviously, we know that's the the philosophy of the manager. He'll try and win the game. Um, get on the score sheet, change that as well, score some goals and, and just go into it with positivity. The team will be whatever the team is. If people come back from injury, they will. If not, it's youngsters. You know, put this result tonight to bed. Go into the game thinking, OK, our season starts now. We're away at Newcastle. We believe we're a better team than Newcastle. We believe we can score more goals than Newcastle. And I think that will help. Absolutely. Well, Dean, Paul, thank you so much for your company as always. And thank you for tuning in to the podcast. It was a night to forget this evening, but we march on to Saturday. We're back in Premier League action against Newcastle. So join us after the game for another Final Whistle podcast. <laughs>